Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on 8. Yeah, I know. But that's eight floors up. That's like eight times eight. I don't A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. You are locked on Eagles, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, good morning. Here we are, another edition, the Friday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, Monday through Friday, your 15-minute podcast, the only one that you are able to tune into so you can get your daily dose, bite-sized dose of Eagles news and analysis. I'm Teron Davenport, your host, and today is interview day. We have a series of interviews that we're going to bring in and uh, just uh, – let you go out and, and hear perspective from the Eagles in regards to going against Odell Beckham Jr. Also, we're going to start off with Marcus Smith. He was a requested interview. So let's get right into the Marcus Smith one. Here you go. So, Marcus, just looking at how things are working out for you this season, obviously you're, you're settling on at the 4-3, in the 4-3 position, de- defensive end. Uh, how is that coming along for you? Uh, it's been going along great, I think, uh, with everything that we're doing as a team. I think everything's been going good. Uh, we just got to finish. Uh, I think uh, all the games that we have played, um, we have shown signs that we can be a great defense. And just for me, um, I think it's a great defense for me just to be able to get off and go get the quarterback and not have too many responsibilities. One of the things that stands out when I watch you is how aggressively you set that edge. Uh, I think you're one of the better defensive ends on this team from that aspect. So what is it that allows you to, to do that so well? I, I think it's uh, just in the offseason working on uh, my lower power um, because my first two years um, setting the edge was – Kind of, you know, kind of hard uh, for me, um, but I think coming into this year, I knew he was going to a four-three, um, so I, I wanted to get better when it comes to my leg power. So I think that's the biggest thing with setting the edge because, I mean, if you don't have legs, you can't you can't really be able to get under big big tackles like that. So I think that's the biggest thing with setting the edge. Now, Brandon uh, Graham, he has said that really the difference between his success, you know, previously and then to now was that four-three scheme. I mean, that was his answer. Period. Is that something that, obviously, you just mentioned the hard work that you're putting in, but is that something that you feel is an accurate assessment for you? I, I think definitely that plays that plays into to it as well because in a 3-4, outside linebackers, mostly you're, you're 50-50, like you're dropping half of the time and you're rushing half of the mm-hmm. time. With us, we're pretty much rushing all the time, so it's definitely 4-3 scheme uh, in there as well. Now, I know the senior ball was a, a long ways from from now, you know, way back. But yeah. I do remember seeing you. Uh, they experimented with you there. Was that really, um, you, you would think, the start of, of the whole 3-4 outside linebacker thing for you? Yeah, I think so because in that, because I was a sandbacker then, mm-hmm. and since they seen that I could drop in the covers, I can do those things. Um, there was, well, I guess when I got drafted, it was a no-brainer because I could play in the 3-4 scheme. Um, but ideally, you know, the way things are going now, I like both, but I would say the 4-3 is, is a bit better suited. 
the thing, you know, a lot of people, you know, they see you guys playing, they see you guys do the things that you do on the field, but they forget that you guys are people. So the emotional side of things, man, like, how did you fight through that that whole period of time? I mean, all the things that people said, and, yeah. you know, you and your heart knew that you weren't in the right position. Mm -hmm. How did you fight through all that? Uh, just, I, I just kept praying to God and, and always kept him first and just, and just kept moving forward because BG, he went through the same thing mm -hmm. I went through as being a first rounder. So he used to always talk to me and tell me like, you know, just keep working, everything's gonna be okay. And, you know, if you're on social media and you're looking at that stuff, it can, it can definitely take a toll on you. So you either, yeah, so you either don't look at it or you block them. So that's what I used to do. I just used to, every time somebody would put a negative or negative, bring negative energy, into my feeds, I would just block them. So that's that's kind of what I started. But but now you know the roles are reversed, and so um, it's just the the way of the game. I, I see it. That mean when you when you're doing good, people will love you. When you're doing bad, you know people will talk about you. So you kind of know you have to know that coming into it, and that's what I kind of tell any rookie or any first rounder that comes into it. You have to be prepared for that. So that's a lesson that, that you could pass on to to uh, guys coming in. Uh, would you say that that's the biggest lesson that you learned from football? Definitely, because like you said, you can start believing what what people what people are saying, and then you start doubting yourself. And, and so if you don't have guys like BG, like if I, I don't know how it would be or my mind state if I didn't have the teammates that been through it before, you know? So I think uh, me, me going through that really helped my game today. All right, so that was Marcus Smith. I like the perspective that he brought just in, in regards to dealing with some of the things that the guys have to deal with on social media, et cetera. Um, just moving on, we're, we're going to, now go into the Odell Beckham Jr. side of things. And I tell you, this is a guy that he, he makes you have to defend every blade of the grass on the field. He's an outstanding receiver. He can run deep. He can work that post. He can work the dig route, the curl, hitch, slant. Uh, those hitches and slants, you know, those are passes that he could catch and, and take the distance. He's just an outstanding all-around receiver. So the Eagles defensive backs, they have a task this week. And I wanted to talk to each of them about that. So I'm going to bring you a couple of the interviews that we had uh, talking to the Eagles DBs. Let's start off with Leotis McKelvin. So with this week, you know, obviously Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a guy you're going to be matched up with. Uh, Watching you play, you have a way of, uh, you know, getting under receiver skin with your feistiness and your physicality. Is this a week where you think that'll work to your advantage? I just go out there and play play football. You know, um, never get to a point before it's like um, getting a hand battle, uh, anything, anything. Just going out there and play ball, just do do my assignment. That's that's first and foremost. Everything else, you know, um, don't worry about it. Just go out there and play ball. What is it about? Uh, Beckham Jr. That, that makes him such a solid receiver. What are some of the things that stand out when you watch? I mean, he's explosive, man. He get the ball in his hands real fast. You know, I um, mean, he could be able to do something uh, with it. You know, he could be able to, he's, he's a guy that could be able to take a short ride and take it to the distance. Um, he got he got good hands. You know, he got big hands. You know, of course, y'all know that he could catch and things like that. So, I mean, he just, he's just a guy that could be able to do everything on the field. You know, be able to um, short, stretch the field, and do everything like um, a new one receiver could do. How did you find out Josh was coming how did I find out? By him coming by shaking everybody's hands. Um, so I look at my surprise, when I look at my face, that's how it was. So, I mean, 
Sad, sad. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that it happened. Um, wishing the best of luck. Um, what's what's going forward and all about us. What we got going on right now is we got to do take care of our our, ta our job at job at hand and just go out there and, and get this W for us. So obviously this week the the big matchup is Odell Beckham Jr. When you watch him on the field, what really is it that stands out about him? This is big playability. You know, there's not too many receivers. You know, I put him, uh, AJ, AJ Green, uh, Julio Jones, and uh, uh, man, Antonio Brown. Yeah, I put them all in the same category because those guys, they all can take it a distance. You know, they can take a slant, hitch, and turn into a 60-yard touchdown. You know, they just have that ability. And him, he's been doing it since he's gotten the league, which makes him so rare because you, you never see guys like that, that do it week in and week out, you know, have the ability to kind of just break open a game like him. It's, it's one of those things where you, you you always have to be constantly aware of where he's lining up and, and just know that Eli's always trying to get him the ball and just know the type of ability that he has. So for us on defense, we all living eyes have to be on, on where he is when he lines up. Now, you personally have, have found some degree of success against him in the past. Uh, what would you say really uh, helped you, not helped you, but what would you say you were able to execute that allowed you to, to have that degree of success? Just awareness, you know, uh, just knowing where he lines up, knowing what the office, it's really about what the office is, is trying to do, not necessarily just him, you know, because he can line up in multiple spots. It's, mm -hmm. it's more about, you know, down the distance, formation, situations, and, and once you go off of that, it, it really helps you kind of eliminate certain things that he could do, he can't do, and and I mean that just makes it a lot easier as far as my thought process and and what might be coming. So it's really just that and just watching film. You know, not a lot of teams that that really you know they have that that type of stuff that you can key on. You know, a lot, a lot of times you know guys could be in the same spot but run a completely a whole a whole bunch of different things. You know, really this offense is is, is almost like Green Bay's you know typical uh, offense. You know, because Ben McAdoo was over there, so a lot of stuff they ran at Green Bay is a lot of stuff that they ran. They're running now, so you know, kind of, you know, go back and look at some of the film that they did in Green Bay. And you look back a couple years ago and see what they've done, and it's been, it's been consistent. So you, you kind of look at, look at that and kind of just draw things here and there, just to see if, if a lot of it holds up. And you know, most of the time the flow of the game it, it does, and you know, you're able to make plays. Uh, it seems like there's there's some receivers, you know, they welcome that contact. They like that physical part of the game. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say he has a negative reaction to it, but do you think that just the, the physicality that that's a, a way that you could kind of you know kind of knock him off of his square, so to speak? I mean, I, I think that's really been everybody's kind of mo is is really try to get into his head and, mm -hmm. and knock him off his game, you know, because people feel like if they can knock him off his game that. You know, they they become one dimensional on offense. You know, they they're really not side of Odell. You know, they got Victor Cruz and, and Shep, but yeah. you know, really Odell's what makes that offense kind of just go. You know, what I mean, he has that big play potential. I'm not saying those other guys don't, but the the engine that drives that offense is really him. You know, and, and people have been able to take him. Well, a couple of people have been able to take him out of his game, and you know that's what's really kind of halted their offense. So I think you see more and more guys been able to try and do that, but you know. For him, I don't think he doesn't. He doesn't not like the contact. I just feel like if you continually hit him, you know, he just does. He feels like he's been being targeted, so that kind of gets into his head, and then you know he kind of wants to retaliate with that. You know, I, I think he he welcomes contact. He welcomes all that. You know, because I've, I've seen times where he's been hit, 
numerous times, but he gets up, you know. So I, I think he, he's fine with the contact. I just feel like he doesn't like the targeting aspect of it. So, you know, I, I think he's a good player. He's physical. He's tough. You know, he has all those attributes of a good receiver. Thanks, man. So that last one, that was Nolan Carroll. And I always like talking to him because he gets uh, very into the details, you know, and he'll explain, give you a very detailed explanation for things. So it's fun talking shop with him. He definitely brings it. I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup, see how these two guys can, can go against each other, see what, what they could do because it's going to be a, a great matchup. You know, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., he brings so much to the table. He's such a complete receiver. So the Eagles know that they have a task in front of them. We will see what happens on, on game day. He is the guy that, that drives that offense. He's been dealing with a, a hip injury for a good portion of, of this week. It was limiting him in practice on Wednesday and Thursday. Today, Friday, we'll see how he, he practices. But we know that come game day, he'll be ready to go. They're coming off the bye week, and I know it's a rivalry game. So, you know, he and Eli will be firing on all cylinders, and the Eagles defense are just going to have to bring it that day. So that's the show for this this day. For your Friday, you guys enjoy the football this week, uh, the college games tomorrow, and NFL on Sunday. I look forward to coming back on Monday and talking shot with you guys once again. I'm Saron Davenport. Be sure to follow this podcast on iTunes and Audio Boom, the Locked On Eagles podcast, as well as follow me on Twitter at tdavenport underscore NFL, theeagleswire.usatoday.com. Talk to you Monday, folks. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.